are standing in the ballroom. You have reconvened after dealing with the assassin. And victory! You guys dealt with him pretty well. I think you all deserve a little bit of experience for all that, so each of you is going to be receiving 1,500 experience for dealing with and sleuthing out the assassin. Even those of us who ultimately had nothing to do with capturing the assassin and are not even aware that the assassin was captured (laughs) at this point. I mean, you've been really hounding that tiefling. That's got to be good for something. I feel terrible now. I mean, I feel bad. (laughs) You learned a lot. (laughs) About not judging people that look bad. Oh, yeah. Paddler gets experience of tolerance. So. Amar is with you, Akron. I believe you said you were staying next to him. Yep. Keeping an eye while they dealt with him. And he sees you guys returning to the hall and is looking at you apprehensively. And is everything okay? Drusilla and Dust, he's looking you over as you enter the hall again. Uh, yeah, no, all good. Yep. We had a bit of a set too. I think we've, I think we've dealt with it, but. It's all right to be on your guard, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Especially tonight, yes. I, I think it's wise that we all be. I'm happy to keep an eye out still, and I'm sure uh, I'm sure the rest of our party will be as well. If he's holding a drink, I'm going to slap it out of his hand. <laughs> <sighs> he sighs and looks at you and says, I, I don't think that's necessary, but thank you for your concern, Akron. <laughs> I just saved your life. <laughs> He's looking to all of you. He says, well, I'm, I suppose we can stand over here for the night and try and relax a little bit. Paddler, you have your show soon, no? Paddler needs to find the real killer first. The real killer. Right. Just let him have it. Paddler knows. Mm. Not tiefling. Still needs to figure out identity of assassin. While you two were out having a smoke break, Paddler was detecting. Um, <laughs> pa- Paddler, we got him, Paddler. We, we got him. Got who? The, the killer. Assassin. When? Like when we were out having a smoke break. You got assassin and managed a smoke break? Yep. And nobody told Paddler? Yep. We're telling you now, Paddler. Paddler's been harassing innocent people all night? <laughs> What's new? For nothing? That's literally your baseline behavior, dude. It's pretty normal. Don't you have a performance to get to, Paddler? Yes. Paddler has a performance to get to, Dust. And he turns around and he just marches back to where the musicians are. Oh. He grabs his hat as he passes by his chair and shoves it on his head. Break a wing. I think he's a little mad, not gonna lie. I know, it's, I feel like we took something off his plate, figuratively speaking. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, whatever. Amar, I believe the, the uh, coppers have got your man in uh, jail there. Probably worth a, a little question. See who he's working for. Mm. We weren't able to um, discern much. I'll, I'll go over there in the morning and, and get a, a report of what happened and at least give them my word on it as well. You guys should join me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, let's do it. You have a better account of any of us, so. I'd love to wake up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's your favorite pastime. And he settles back next to the fire and is looking out over the dance floor. Bracken makes his way back through the crowd to you, Drusilla, mm-hmm. and looks you over. He says, I'm so glad you're doing okay. I feel like I was no help at all. You helped. You were you were a good cover. You relayed some information. Everybody's got to start somewhere. I was really worried when you guys left the hall. And Dust, you're okay too. I am. Yeah, got a little uh, funny little scratch or pinprick. I assume he had some strange thing in his hand, but... um. Real, real out of my um, trying to figure out what that was. So um, I don't know. Maybe we'll find something out tomorrow. But you did a good job. You, you're doing all right. Thanks. You kept her cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried. He's looking at your shoulder, Dust, and he says, "Well, you're too tough for that, I guess." Well, you know me. Is Dust wounded? Dust took a pinprick, but it didn't penetrate Dust's fur. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think I got a single hit on either of them before. No. <laughs> the only thing was that my dress was ripped, but now it's fine. And I took my hair down because it got a little messy in the tackling of the bad guy. I'm going to pluck a piece of grass out of Drusilla's hair. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, we should go back into the crowd and see if we can get a good view of her paddler. 
the music is starting to die down and Pather, you see Kizzy making her way through the crowd and she's got her nice robes on and she doesn't usually play a part with the other bards. She just kind of helps along and she's sort of the organizer. And so she takes to the front of the stage and is addressing the crowd. Thank you to all who have joined us tonight. It is so good to see you all on this longest night. The log is burning down and things are drawing to a close. Us at the Ten Candles just wanted to make sure that you all had such a wonderful performance and something to remember. So, Philip, my lord, this is some music that may be long forgotten, but I think you'll find it a little familiar. And she gestures to you, Paddler. Come on stage. Paddler walks up to stage and he's smoothing out his hat and he's got his, again, showing off his looted... Dwarven heirloom drum that you probably shouldn't be doing. But but he's holding it prominently. Hmm. Oh, what is that? That's, that's so familiar. familiar. And he stands next to Kizzy. And she claps a little bit and she says, We present to you Giant's Bane. And she Woo! leaves the stage. The hush falls over the crowd as the rest of the bards get set up behind you. So tell me about this performance. The lights dim. Basically, the firelight is all that is that is illuminating the room for a moment. Paddler starts to beat out. It's a low staccato marching tune almost. And some horns come in. They're just playing a sustained low notes. And it steps up a minor step as the strings come in. So it's all very kind of low and somber and minor. And the beat starts to plod. Boom, 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 boom. And you get the impression of giants marching, stomping their way through the mountains. And then there is a single horn that blows a sharp, clear major chord. And all of the horns start playing this higher tempo and they start playing in a major pitch. It's reminiscent of the Dwarven anthem. You get the sense this is now the dwarves approaching. So it becomes almost a battle between the percussion and the low strings, the cellos and the low horns playing this minor plotting and the dwarves and the lights flicker and then the lights go up. The musicians, both sides are, they get louder when their side is attacking and eventually the part of the orchestra that's been playing the Giants theme gets quieter and quieter and they start to morph into the major theme for the dwarves until the entire orchestra is playing the dwarven theme as the dwarves have vanquished the Giants. On the walls have been flickering in the light of the fires shadow plays of, of this battle until finally the dwarves stand triumphant and the song goes out on that same clear horn blast that that initiated the, the dwarves into the fight in the first place and it ends on that ringing note and then everything falls away. And when you actually hear the music that I did for the episode, it'll sound nothing like that. But <laughs> that's what it was in inspired my head. By. Yes, inspired yes. by. <laughs> <Yeah>. Tribute. <laughs> Everyone is pretty quiet during the entire performance. And at the end, there is much applause, a, a big swell of applause and some whispers of people talking about memories of the time of the war, especially from the dwarves that are in the crowd talking to each other and pointing at the different depictions on the walls. <laughs> and you hear uh, a couple of them chanting at the end, along with the beat, they say, Kazad I Menu, which is a dwarven war cry. Mm. What's it mean? Do we know what it means? It basically means to victory. They clash their drinks together and toast you at the end. Philip, yes, he's looking around and, and he seems to nod as if he remembers something too from when he was young. If anyone had been looking at Paddler, maybe if your Detect Magic was still on, Paddler had been using his College of Spirits, Summon Spirit throughout the song. Mm -hmm. So there was actually some, some, there was a slight haunting going on as well, but Ooh, it, 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 it felt okay for the occasion. It's appropriate. Mm -hmm. Dust was actually enraptured during the performance. A little, it was just a little glint, a little tear in his eye little, at the little, end. Little dust, dust in his just, eye there. Just a tiny little, yeah, just, <laughs> oh, just a little bit. So proud. Drusilla was grabbing a champagne flute, downing it, and then grabbing another. That's <laughs> how she celebrates. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's, what, five, like five, six drinks down? Yeah. <laughs> 
She's feeling no pain. <laughs> she's double fisted every glass that's coming along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's. <laughs> this is good elven wine. Akron will be clapping dignified while his mage hand flicks the hat off of Pallor's head. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> it just goes. <laughs> flying down. No, 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 no. I get to call this one. It flies into the crowd and, and some excited people. Oh, grab his hat. <laughs> the reverse Tom Jones. Exactly. When the sauna's over, they don't bring up the lights very much. So it's just the burning coals from the fire as the last couple songs are played for the night. Bracken is going to approach you, Drusilla, and ask if you want that final dance. Oh. Sure. He takes your hand, and you guys see the two of them go onto the dance floor. (laughs) Just go with it, go with it, go with it. (laughs) Yeah, he takes your hand, and he he takes you over to the dance floor. There's lots of couples winding down and smiling at each other as the night draws to a close. And you see some daggered eye parents from across the floor. The best part, yeah. (laughs) I smile and give him, like, a little wave. (laughs) Especially since I told everybody that we were engaged and moving to Maryland. It's That's true. Great. Yes, Elliot is sipping tersely from her champagne flute. <laughs> She's also double-fisting champagne glasses. <laughs> Acheron walks discreetly over to the other side of the room and grabs his walking stick as the magic fades and his leg disappears. Aww. And is your pant leg just flopping there? Yeah. Empty now. <laughs> Has it been a full hour? Yeah. Yeah. Probably by now. After okay. your fight and everything. Okay. And the performance. Well, another night. <laughs> we'll come back someday. Oh, once the performance is over, Dust is going to take Lufala. He's going to grab her hand and he's going to. Paddler? Or Paddler. Paddler. Am I? Yeah, no. Paddler's going to. Am I, Jason? Am I? I was looking, I was looking at Hannah. Paddler's going <laughs> to grab Lufala's hand and drag her into the crowd and he's going to find Nit. Oh, and he's gonna oh say, where are we going? Lufala, this is Nit. She's good bard. Nit, this is Lufala. She's a better bird. <laughs> oh my God. Paddler has to leave the band. Nit takes Paddler's place. Aww. Oh, I'd love to talk it over, yeah. And, and Nit sort of smiles at you and says, Thank you, Paddler, for introducing me. <clears throat> and he goes off with everybody. Before Paddler leaves Lufala, can I see them together and, and sort of make my way through the crowd and be like, Lufala, yeah. your uncles are going to be all right. Oh, thank you. Oh, what happens? Oh, yeah, we probably should have told her. <laughs> we'll, we'll save it for tomorrow. It's it's quite a... Well, it's not really a big tale. We we got him. Yeah, we got him. Yeah, you got, he, him? We, you got them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. but um, we're we're uh, we're gonna have a little chat tomorrow morning with your uncle. So um, okay. I don't don't know if you want to be there, but sounds like an open invite. I'll definitely go see him right now and and see what he thinks. And she rushes over to Amar in the corner and gives him a big hug. Nice one, Paddler. You did a bang-up job there. Thanks. Paddler's a bard. Yes, you are, Paddler. Drink? Food? Paddler's starving. Paddler sent Bracken for a sandwich two hours ago and he never brought it. <laughs> oh, well, that, that just happens to be my specialty, so... Does uh... he notice Bracken dancing with Priscilla? <laughs> I think he's distracted right now. <laughs> I'll sort you out, Paddler. Don't you worry. Right. Come with me. The giant cat and the tiny bird are going off for sandwiches together. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the bird was never seen again. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> Where did she find bread that big? Murder most foul. Uh... <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, the fire dies out and so does the music. Bracken stops dancing with you, Drusilla, and you guys are walking to the edge of the dance floor. Uh-huh. Better go home before you burst into flames from the glare. It's okay. I'm resistant to fire. <laughs> Drusilla just looks back at her, his mom and glares. <laughs> I think this was a better night than the last time we met, so. That's because I didn't drag you back home, kicking and screaming? Well, I guess we, we danced. That was, <laughs> I mean, that was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, when you taught me how to dance, that was nice. Seems like we danced at the Druids, too. We always end up dancing. I guess. Dancing is our thing. Uh, well... We'll try and make a date for it again. Ooh. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. I imagine she's drunk enough to just actually say that. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, Ooh. 
<laughs> Mom's gonna be mad. <laughs> yes, we should definitely go dancing. Drusilla finds another thing of champagne. All right, well, stay safe. Can't wait to hear all about school again. Mm, yeah, can't wait to go back. <laughs> he gives you a kiss on your hand and walks Aww. back to his group. Aww. Could I have sidled over to where Akron is? Akron. What? what? Are we going to get to meet your mum? Oh, um, no. Oh, just kind of wobbly stands up, walks over, and she's just a little stumbling. No, I definitely need to meet your mom. Paddler already (sighs) met her. Come with me. Paddler, Paddler. She was very impressed. Ooh, let's go see her again. Yeah, she's been doing less of her performances as the night gets a little bit slower. She's more of a life of the party sort of dancer. And so she's been chatting and relaxing with the other bards for this last hour. Y'all just ambush her at once? Yeah, I'm totally gonna just go over there and interrupt whoever she's talking to. Drusilla hands a glass of champagne to Paddler. Go get her. Paddler slams it down. (laughs) Starts to go over. Realizes he doesn't have his earpiece and he doesn't see Voldemir anymore. Oh no, he's long gone. He's already gone home with someone. Oh yeah. Oh. (laughs) Fast work, Voldemir. Let's go, Paddler. Paddler's gonna play the long game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Acheron puts his arm around Paddler's shoulders and starts pulling him. Strong, silent type. Strong, silent type. All right. Paddler's you, mysterious Paddler. spurred a few words. <laughs> <laughs> and he winks. <laughs> Are the rest of you going over then? You're just gonna oh, hang back, yes. Paddler? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Following Acheron, yeah. Okay. Uh, excuse me, Oriana. Akron, hello. And she holds her arms out wide. How are you guys doing tonight? I'll go in for a hug. Yeah, she she wraps her arms around you and looks around at all of you. These are your um, co-workers. Uh, yes, this is Drusilla. Hello. Dust. Hello. hello. Lovely to meet you. And I believe you've met Paddler? Yes, Paddler. Your servant. <laughs> Akron looks at him like, what? Say does dust. What is wrong with your voice? <laughs> He's got a few words left from Voldemir. He's, <laughs> He's just going to repeat those. Just repeat what he said before pretty much. <laughs> Hope that conversation goes the same way. She holds her arms out to you as well, Paddler. Congratulations on the performance. It was incredible. You did such a good job, Paddler. Paddler takes her hand and, and bows low over it. And I guess he gives it a peck with his beak. I'm assuming she uh-huh. assumes it's a kiss and not that he's, you know, trying to claw just her. Just pecking at her. Just pecking at her hand, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gently presses it against the side of his beak for a moment, yeah, yeah. Aww. It's not a fish. <laughs> she leans down and gives you another kiss on your beak. You just really blew everyone away. Where did you learn such music? Paddler takes a moment to slowly look at Akron, and then he slowly turns back. <laughs> Paddler learned upon the field of battle. Mm. <clears throat> yes, very dramatic. Times to try a man's soul. <laughs> Drusilla's like, she snorts. I nudge Drusilla and be like, stop it. And then she <laughs> just like coughs and acts like, <clears throat> sorry, I've got something in my throat. All right. It's champagne, Drusilla. So are you all going to turn in for the night soon? Yes, it was rather eventful night. We uh, had some business and took care of it. Good to hear. Uh, we appreciate the warning. Of course, I do what I can. Um, about that, Miss Ariana, mm. how did you come by that knowledge? Oh, oh, I was talking to some friends of mine behind stage. May we ask which friends? It seems like this is quite a serious business. Go ahead and roll me a persuasion. Fifteen. She kind of shrugs. She says, oh, I'm Suppose everyone was talking about it. There's always something going on at one of these, you know. Well, of course, but it's usually a bit of gossip, not an assassination plot. I believe I told Paddler that wasn't sure if it was true or not. Uh, Paddler, are you spreading even more rumours? Paddler puts a hand to his chest as if he's affronted. No. I don't. I don't mean to offend your your lady shit redness, but um, I um, I just think it's in, it's important a- for, uh, for our friend here and Lufala. Well, I, I assure you, if I had any more information that would be of use to you, I would let you know. But it seems like you've taken care of the man, right? Yep. 
all taken care of. Drusilla just holds her glass of champagne. This is done. It's done. <laughs> We're drunk now. <laughs> Could I try and determine if she's holding anything back? Yeah, you can do an insight. Okay, cool. Yes, can you figure out the thousand-year-old Dampier's motivations? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's, she's not a Dampier. I was just going to say, she's not a Dampier. She's a full Oh, she's a full vampire? Okay, I wasn't... All right. Wait a second, is she your sire and not your mother? Have I just not put two and two no. together this whole time? She's my mom. <laughs> 14. You do feel like she's holding something back. You're not sure exactly what kind of information it is, but mm. she seems like a secretive person. It's probably just desire for Paddler. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. Yeah, sometimes you gotta hold that She's gotta hold that back. Yeah, she's gotta hold of it back. Course. She doesn't want to seem desperate. Exactly. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely first not. Yeah. Okay. She's thirsty, but you know. <laughs> she's not thirsty for what you think she is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're not exactly sure what information she's holding. It's very mysterious. Well, thank you for the information. It's been a pleasure to meet you. Yes. Yes, it's been so wonderful to meet all of you. And know that you're taking good care of Akron over here. Incapable of survival. (laughs) I think he's been doing quite well. Well, he makes good friends. There's that. Very true. And now Paddler Snickers. Akron looks at Drusilla in confusion for a second, then, uh, oh. <laughs> Just ignores him, pretends like she didn't see that. <laughs> not tonight, Akron. You're not going to ruin my night. <laughs> yep. <laughs> not tonight, Satan. Not tonight. Well, we'll leave you to your games, and games. we'll retire for the night. Yes, it's good to see you. I'll probably see you in the morning. You guys have a lovely night. You too. You're just so lovely. <laughs> Great to meet you, Drusilla. Great to meet you, too. She turns back to her friends. <laughs> I guess we've been dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> Looks away from you. <laughs> All right, then. Drusilla's going to go try to filch a bottle of champagne before they leave. <laughs> uh, yeah, go, go ahead and roll me a, a sleight of hand to try and get it out of the hall without anyone noticing. All right. Oh, I rolled a nine. I have a plus three to dex. Twelve. <laughs> You get a bottle, and it's full. Really full. It it sloshes a little bit on the floor as you stumble your way out of the hall. You get some looks and some scoffs and people elbowing each other like, she's having a good night. But nobody stops you. Yeah, Amara's going to meet with you folks in the hallway. Are you guys headed back to the Platinum Pair then? Yep. Unless there's after party? Ooh, after party! After party, after party, after party. <laughs> Lufala brightens up as you guys say that. She says, oh, well, maybe we could get drinks there or hide. Uh, and and Amara's just kind of like, uh, I think I'll meet you back at the end. I'm quite done for tonight. <laughs> after party at the Platinum Pair! <laughs> <laughs> Drusilla already has the party. He points to the bottle. She's spilling all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Shh, Paddler. We're being discreet. (laughs) Are you? (laughs) Did you think you snuck that out? (laughs) Shh, I'm very sneaky. I'll head back with you, Omar, just in case anything happens. All right. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, no, you don't. You're going to the after party, too. But we have to wake up in the morning. Not if we don't go to bed tonight. Right! Exactly! (laughs) Paddler knows what I'm talking about. Fine. Lumpy, will you guard Amar? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, he's going back to the Platinum Pair as well. Oh, well, then we're going there anyway. Oh, okay. That's where the after is. We'll tuck him in, and then we'll go downstairs and be irresponsible (laughs) 20-year-olds. Yeah. So you all make your way back to the Platinum Pair. Mm-hmm. It seems pretty lively tonight. There's a lot of people coming in from the dance as well or other festivities. It's the longest night, right? Mm-hmm. Got a party all night. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, what are you even doing? You do manage to find yourselves a table. Uh, Mar turns in, gives Lufal a big hug, and heads upstairs to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And they're continuously feeding the fire here. It's a little bit different a party. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's talking My and, kind of and party. chatting. Paddler brings breakfast to plate. <laughs> you oh. brought breakfast into the bar. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I brought him some. I brought him a couple of apples from the from the bar out into the stable. Happy longest night breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> 
Potter didn't forget you. He's like, who the hell are you? <laughs> uh, I'm assuming we're drinking and dancing and cavorting and carousing. Uh-huh. Just having a good old time. Mm-hmm. There's lots of chats. Some people recognize you, Pazler, from the performance and wave, ask you about the music. Ah! We looted a tomb and killed some fiends and stole the music from a giant. Wow, you have to tell us more. With you folks, all of you. Yes, yes. Pather looks at the other, <laughs> the other three. And is like he's making, he's making the. I don't have the words to tell anymore. <laughs> like you're gonna have to explain <laughs> the story. So there were really like these goat fiend things, and they were really, really gross. Akron. What? Can you help? Tell the story. <laughs> I need help. Tell the story, Stumpy. Tell the story. <laughs> Acheron points to uh, Lumpy and he says, battle mode. And the clay on Lumpy peels back and the skull shows itself. Oh, okay. Two glowing amethysts are in the eyes as the other skulls show up on the shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> He says, these are the fiends that we defeated in the catacombs of the dwarven city. Whoa. And there was a giant test, and she swallowed Lumpy. And I ate him with all the spikes on it. Uh, he didn't have those then, of course. Uh, ah. those at the same time as we were battling the demons and... Some upgrades. Yes, exactly. Quite impressive. And that's where we found the battle song that was played at the palace tonight. Did you guys know that that song actually, like, is really bad for giants? Bad for them. Like, it makes them sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just probably keep that in mind, eh? Right, yeah. That's why Paddler made a copy. Because we're adventurers. And she just holds her glass up. Adventurers. <laughs> Paddler tinks. He just grabs somebody else's glass and just <laughs> gives her a tink. Adventurers! Adventurers! Adventurers. Ice, ice, Stumpy. Remember when Paddler in school what? would sniff that sniffing stuff? Oh, yeah? He's pointing at Trusilla. Was Paddler like that? Yeah, pretty much. Paddler's glad he doesn't do that anymore. I'm also glad. I Stumpy. Uh, uh, yep, Paddler. You didn't tell that story very well. Well, it's a late night. Paddler's disappointed. Not mad. Well. Just disappointed. <laughs> I'm not the bard. Paddler's a bard. You are the bard. Uh, he takes a swig of whatever that was in the glass that he grabbed. Probably somebody's half-finished drink. Paddler, you tell the story. I'll go sit in this corner. <laughs> uh-uh, <laughs> Gotta no, go find no, his no. brooding corner. This is a circular and there's no brooding corners. <laughs> yeah, we don't brood at the after party, Akron. Maybe Dust should tell a story. Dust writes in a book. Yeah, she, Dust has the story in the book. Dust tells the story. Dust is um, in quiet contemplation, nursing a drink on a bar stool, just kind of lost in thought, maybe showing a little bit of his advanced years. Just having a think, and he sort of hears his name, sort of looks around. Dust, like, come tell the story! Oh, uh, which, um, which story would you like? The one about when we killed the demons in the tomb. Am I, am I telling you three? I mean, you were there. These people, they want to hear... Oh, oh, all right, then he sort of picks himself up and uh, <laughs> sits down in a chair by the fire, gets his book out, like it's <laughs> Jack and Ori story time, and then just goes into it. And he's just like, right, we went down into the dark. And he's got this very kind of calming voice as he sort of tells the story over the course of the next 20 minutes, mm. hopefully enrapturing some people. Yes, there's lots of very interested people sort of sliding off of their chairs and gazing, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of people drifting off towards the end. When you finish up, they're, they're clapping. Oh, wow. See, Stumpy, that's how you tell a story. <laughs> Akron, did your mom teach you how to dance? Akron's not there. Oh, where'd you what? go? <laughs> when did you, you look over and there's like an image of Akron on the side of Lumpy. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> he went to bed. <laughs> Didn't say goodnight. Nope, he didn't say goodnight, Paddler. Typical. We should all just, like, run into your room and jump on the bed. Oh, let, let him rest. He's had a big day. His <laughs> mum coming back and everything. Oh, yeah, I'm going to turn into, actually. Okay. 
What you gonna turn into? <laughs> oh, good one, Paddler. <laughs> You're sharp when you wanna be. All right, night, night. Night dust. Night, Paddler. Night, Drusela. She just kind of like stumbles up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone made it safely to bed. <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> Hello, lovely listeners. This is Lee Baldwin, your DM. I'm just stopping in once again to thank you all so much for listening to Abstract Adventures. This episode was particularly fun to record, and I hope you are all enjoying it as well. If you are liking what you're hearing, a quick reminder that a review on iTunes is such a big help to us. It's the best way for us to find more lovely listeners just like you, and to let us know how we're doing. You can also leave us a review on the Spotify app. It just takes a few seconds to leave us a couple stars. If you want a more direct way of contacting us, you can follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at AdventurousRoll and on Instagram at abstractadventures.dnd. We have posts there nearly every day and updates every week for each episode. So that's a great way to get in touch with us and tell us exactly what you think of the show, and it's also a good way to keep up on everything Abstract Adventures. I wanted to tell you a little bit more about Even Footing Games this week. We'll be at Playthrough Con next week, selling copies of Babies and Broadswords, and also running a couple games if you want to try out the game before buying. And of course, you can still find copies of that book on Amazon. We have paperbacks, or you can go to DriveThruRPG to get a PDF copy. It's a really fun game with a very easy and simple system to pick up, and we also have a demo of it on DriveThruRPG if you want to test the waters and try a game before buying the book. So look out for Even Footing Games at PlaythroughCon if you're heading that way, and be sure to check out Babies and Broadswords. If you would like to support us here at Abstract Adventures, you can check out our Ko-Fi reward tiers. We have rewards ranging from just $1, $5, or $10 a month. At $1 a month, you can get access to our listeners' Discord, which allows you to chat directly with me and our players. And at $5 a month, you can appear with your name or your business's name right here in this interlude during the show. And for just $10 a month, you can have an adventure of your own DM'd by our very own paddler, Jason Cassidy, and with me as one of your players. Donations to our Ko-Fi page will go straight to keeping the lights on here at Abstract Adventures and also would help us in upgrading our equipment. We don't run any ads on the show, so your support is the best way to keep us going for weekly adventure. So please check out our page at ko-fi.com slash abstractadventures. Thank you to Jason Cassidy for writing and performing our intro and outro music, and also for that very special piece for the Winter Ball. I really appreciate it, and I just think it's a lovely piece. Thank you once again for listening, and let's get back to the show. And so super early in the morning, like Drusilla's going to wake up, because, you know, elves, we don't need to sleep that much. And she's actually going to go in, and where's Lumpy located? Does he normally sleep in their room? Well, he's usually, like, right at the door. She's actually got some sculpting skills, so she's actually going to start working on improving his aesthetics. She's going to make him anatomically correct? She's going to improve his aesthetics by making him look like that sexy Satan Mm, statue. Nice. (laughs) I'm sure Akron will love that. She's sick of his lumpy butt cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) He's less lumpy than he used to be. He's going to smooth him out. Yeah. If I have to stare at this thing half of the time, I'm doing something. <laughs> it better it. look good. Yeah. <laughs> so when you guys wake up in the morning, she's just out there and she's fixing Lumpy. How's it going, Lumpy? He just kind of looks up. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, keep at it, I guess. Aesthetically, he looks better this way. Did he have cheekbones before? <laughs> no, I didn't give him those. Uh... Paddler wouldn't kick him out of the nest. He just walks on down to breakfast. <laughs> Did you just... Never mind. You guys all wake up and uh, reconvene. Dust is feeling a little bit better after some sleep. Do you wake up with Drusilla or are you sleeping in? I'll be awake, but I won't join the party for a little bit. What time's checkout? 
<laughs> There's not really a checkout here. You just leave when you want to, <laughs> okay. or they kick you out at night. If they realize you're still in the room and you haven't paid, they'll get out. Sure. We were going to head to the uh, prison, though, with Amar. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were meeting Amar to... Yeah. He's downstairs at a table of Flufala, and they're sharing breakfast together, and she's listening to him tell her... Oh, donkey? <laughs> no! No, no! <laughs> they're having their first meal together. <laughs> Dust will, though. He's going to repack his bag very neatly with all his, like, nice fancy clothes, and it's all lovely and folded, and then he'll go down and join everyone. They're talking over their first meal. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) And Amara's telling Lufala all about the things that happened last night and what you guys did to help catching her up to speed. He waves you over. We'll we'll be done in a minute if you want to grab some breakfast first and we can head on out. Okay. I'll go together if you want. Drusilla's actually going to stroll down and say, Doss, can you grab me a sandwich or something? And then go shower. Because I think she's full of clay and stuff. <laughs> clay and champagne. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a headache. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll certainly do that, Drusilla, no problem. Thank you. Panther sits down to Lufala and goes, look, points the other way, and then he just starts scooping some of the eggs off of her tray. Oh <laughs> Dust gives Paddler a look like, don't. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> the fork is halfway to his beak. He's <laughs> just puts it down and just pushes the plate back towards That's her. Slow. <laughs> Potter will get his own breakfast and he just gets up from the table and walks over. <laughs> yeah, they have some eggs and some bacon. He brings to us a plate too. Oh, thank you, Paddler. That was very kind. You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry, Dust. Where's mine? Probably back at the counter with the other breakfasts. You little bastard. <laughs> Akron makes a show of getting up with one leg and <laughs> he doesn't take his walking stick, he just grabs furniture yeah. hops over there. <laughs> over food I'll just kind of chat to Amar about if any plots of like this have happened to him before or if he knows of who might be behind it. Oh it's Owen. It's gotta be Owen. Oh, the old guy, yeah. Mm. He kind of shrugs and he tells you about... I mean, we have a hard time traveling in secrecy, of course. We, we've run into quite a few people after our, our purses, but nothing like this before, I don't think. Mm. Seems a little more sophisticated than just your average bandit. It does. I agree. You know this, Owen? Chat? Yes, um, he's been a colleague of mine for years. He was in the business before me. You get on well, do you? <laughs> Not really. We have different ideals of how things should be run. And uh, I'm younger than him, and I took over the position of lead of trade there, and he was none too thrilled about that. Ooh, sounds like uh, one of their motives to me. I suppose so, but he's an old man. I can't imagine him really benefiting too much at this point from getting rid of me. He has his own money. I don't understand. Mm. I don't know much about these... Um upper echelons but power they say isn't isn't a positive thing all the time when when mm. people lose it it's it can be quite a motivating factor for other things i don't know politics i think you might be right paddler says in the in his grandfather's voice the old man that you come to recognize the one who is constantly belittling spite is a powerful motivator paddler it has gotten <laughs> me through many a rough patch Yes, I think I've had quite a sobering night and thinking a lot about those sorts of things that it seems like you've been thinking a lot about, Dust. Well, you uh, certainly had a more sober night than uh, some of us did. And he pointedly looks at Drusilla. (laughs) Oh, she's in there. You can hear her singing in the shower outside. (laughs) Every now and then just... (laughs) Cold water, cold water. water. (laughs) Was nice to have a party, wasn't it? Yes, that was something to be seen. I'm very glad that I was here to be witness to the fruits of your adventure. Well, it was a pleasure to share it with you, and uh, we're very happy that Lufala has introduced us. Could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And uh, she's smiling. You guys did great last night. I can't believe it. And you, Lufala. We were useful. <laughs> very useful.
Yes, especially you, Paddler. It was very important to follow the tiefling. <laughs> oh, Nitz. Yes, she's going to be a wonderful addition. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's so good at different costumes. She showed me at the end of the night her different looks that she can do. Oh, fantastic. I think she's going to be a great performer. Paddler looks pointedly at Drusilla. Yes, Paddler did do a good job with the tiefling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shall we be off then? Let's be off then. Amar seems to know the way. As he leads you guys all up the road and is talking to you about the different politicians that are in charge of the prison here and in the jail. I got to know a couple of the guards around here, but I think I know the people at my town a lot better, of course. We should just be able to go up here and we'll give a report of what happened. Uh, you guys will probably do a lot more talking than me. I don't have much to say. Why not? Don't know what happened last night, besides that you guys apparently saved my life. Yes, that drink could have been poisoned. yeah maybe you approach the inner wall that's surrounding the keep that you had seen before you guys have actually been inside of this wall Mm -hmm. way way long ago way 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 back yeah Yeah. (laughs) episode one (laughs) bit more watery then (laughs) so many weeks ago oh yes (laughs) when we threatened a male boy (laughs) (laughs) we did we were so much younger then You walk up to the guard shack that you had been in before. Amar holds the door open for you and addresses the man. He says, so I've heard that we had someone turned in last night. Uh, We're here to make a report. These are some of the people that apprehended that person. Guy nods and points to like a stack of scrolls and says, you can write it down or you can tell it to our scribe. All right. (laughs) Akron goes and sits down, grabs a scroll. I guess we'll start with Drusilla. Well, started with us being told by Akron's mom about the assassination attempt. And then Dust was batting drinks out of Omar's hands. And then I talked to somebody about trade, announced me and Bracken's engagement, which his mom is going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> the guy looks at you, Akron, and says, don't put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> And then we were talking to Alice Scott and I was asking about different up and coming people. I told her that we were going to get married, have babies and move to Maryland. And then like she just goes into this long <laughs> description of that very uncomfortable conversation. And then she said that there was somebody here at the ball that was up and coming or whatever. And then I was like, ooh, suspect. So then we did a lap and then I went up and I went to talk to the suspect. The turns out she was really nice. And just trying to get in with the in crowd, I guess, with the merchants in Maryland. And then we had a conversation. She indicated that maybe Owen really hated Amar, like a lot. Then I asked if there was anybody here that was like a representative of Owen. Amar kind of interrupts. He's like, hey, uh, I mean, we <laughs> we don't know anything about all of that for sure. We just need to make a report on the, the person <laughs> Oh. I don't want to be throwing accusations. Uh, Owen's been a co-worker of mine for many years. He doesn't like you very much. Kinda okay, like anyways. <laughs> don't. Then somebody suggested that maybe if there was an assassin there, they were going to be in disguise. So then I had Akron do the dramatic noble boy thing, and then he fainted. Mm-hmm. And then I carried him out, and we went to a closet, and he cast detect magic. And then we, like, did a lap, and then, <laughs> you know... <laughs> He pointed out the tiefling and the disgraced bard and Alice. And apparently Alice, she is much older than she appears. And then, um... (laughs) She's still drunk from the night before. Is that what's going on here? She's just giving, like, the tea on everyone. (laughs) I imagine Iacron's just hovering his pen waiting to write the actually relevant stuff down. Pretty much, yeah. It's like a few scratches here and there. And then we split up. Uh, Padler, I guess, started intensely following the tiefling. And then I guess we sort of determined Atlas wasn't really a suspect because the reason she had illusion magic is because she's much older than she looks. Like, much older. Um, And then... Dust was watching Amar. Me and Bracken went to dance to watch the guy, the disgraced bard guy. And then he stepped on my dress purposefully and that was not okay. 
Akron got some tea on him, and then we harassed him slightly. He got very upset, and then he went over to the, the table, and I had Bracken follow him, and Bracken stumbled through some conversation with him, and then he took off his glove and wanted to shake Amar's hand, and apparently that man had, like, some sort of needly thing with his hand or something. She's trying to describe, like, a war-forged needle. <laughs> Doss saved the day by knocking the food and drink over. Moment of silence for the food and drink. Okay. Um. It's <laughs> <sighs> just, a, just a long, slow sigh. <sighs> and then he went to storm out. Doss followed him and I followed him. And then we went out there and then he tried to stab Doss with his needle. Oh, and I was pretending like he had scorned me. I should really be an actress. It was amazing. <laughs> And then Dust tackled him and sat on his chest. Then he got up and then I tackled him. And then the guards came. Yes, we had a casualty, but seems like you guys handled the rest of it. Is there any compensation? (laughs) Compensation! (laughs) He he sort of glowers at you. (laughs) I suppose you could take it up with Lord Philip. Okay, yeah. He opens a drawer next to him. He says... We found the location where this person was staying and searched his room, found a few of his effects. Not really much, but we did find this. And he hands you a letter. He's going to hand it to Dust. Oh, thank you. I don't suppose we could pop in and have a chat to him, could we? Just uh, on behalf of our um, dear Amar here, all very concerned about, I'm sure you understand. Uh, I can't be responsible for anything that happens back there, but I would... All, only one of you. Ooh. Ooh, what do you think's gonna happen back there? He's in a cell, isn't he? Can't do any well, more. Well, yeah, but I don't want, like, a whole bunch of civilians walking into my jail and looking at, you know, our criminals. I vote for Lumpy. <laughs> oh. Why? Why would we... Wait, wait. Why would that be a problem? We don't have visitation hours here. He's a criminal. I don't want him getting you through the bars or something. I can escort one of you back there with our other guards. Oh, I don't think I'm the best person to go and chat to him. I, I might lose my temper. This <laughs> <laughs> dust will raise his voice. <laughs> he doesn't like me. Akron, maybe you should go. Sure, I'll go talk to the Warforge. <laughs> Unless you want me to go. I don't know. <laughs> oh no, I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, best way to behead a Warforge is to get the ox between his anterior oh. subclavius and his vertebral venous plexus. Yes, this is exactly why we don't have people walking into our jail willy-nilly. Maybe <laughs> Paddler, Paddler, Paddler should go. Paddler is offering expert advice Absolutely here. Absolutely not. <laughs> Paddler went to medical school. The bird's not allowed back anymore. <laughs> we were never going to send the bird back. Don't we? I'll go. Perhaps we should read the letter first. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Reading. Right. Open it. It has, in a blue ink, it has a Marcel George name at the top, and it has the date from last night, and it doesn't have anything else except for a symbol at the bottom. It's a circle that has a pillar in the middle and a crescent moon at the top of that pillar. It was the pillory crescent moon gang. (laughs) Does uh, anyone recognize that symbol? Yeah, can one of us make a history check? Or can Amar tell us what it is? Can we make a secret criminal cabal check? Is that a, is that a skill? <laughs> <laughs> you guys can make a history check. If you show it to Amar, he sort of shrugs and says, I don't recognize it. Hmm. 23 history. Ooh. Nice. Akron, with like some of your knowledge about magic and how different people practice it and associate with it. You recognize that this is a symbol of what might be a magical cult of some sort. The best kind. In which they would practice moon magic. But it's not anything that you have seen in your history books. It's not a well-known symbol. This is just something that appears to have been cobbled together. It appears to be something about a magical young male horse. A what? (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> a cult. Oh, uh, no. god. oh god. <laughs> <laughs> you know that the goddess of the moon is Mira. Why would the moon people be after you, Amar? Uh, he sort of scratches his head. He's like, <laughs> I mean, you guys really know as much as I do at this point. There are people on the moon? 
<laughs> I'm gonna have to talk to a lot of people once I get back to Maryland, I suppose. There's people that know much more than I do, though. Do you deal in any magical artifacts? <sighs> I imagine some of the merchants that trade in my city do, but no, not me personally. Well, it seems you've got someone's attention. <laughs> Is he telling the truth? Or me an insight. You have no reason to believe he would lie to you at this yes. point. He's a very <laughs> honest man. Dust is so suspicious. <laughs> well, he's, but go uh, ahead. He's yeah. been he's been too trusting in the past. Oh, <laughs> sixteen. Um, yeah, he seems like he's being honest. He okay. has his genuine voice, just as he always does. Okay. Oh, does he have a very specific lying voice? <laughs> you wouldn't know. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> I don't see what's magical happening. Amar, don't go out at night. That's when the moon is out. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's not wrong. Thank you, Paddler. Very good advice, Paddler. Those moon people could see you. <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose that's true, Paddler. Thank you. <laughs> I'll be more careful at night. <laughs> Do you want to go back there and see what you can discern, Akron? Yeah, I'll go see what connection he has to this organization, I suppose. Remember, anterior subclavicle okay. muscle. <laughs> Good clean cut. <laughs> one of the guards, just one of the people staying in the hallway, will lead you back to where the cells are, Akron, and right. take you over to one of the more higher security there seems to be some sort of magic on the bars in front of this one. They glow soft purple. And you see the Warforged sitting in the corner of the room. He just kind of looks at you as you approach. Looks like you got the fancy cell. <laughs> and he doesn't say anything. Can you hear me through here? You assume. He, he looked up when you guys were walking down the hallway. Okay. Good morning. <laughs> Is it? For me. <laughs> I'm not in prison. Probably awaiting execution. Who are you? Oh, sorry. That was rude for me. Uh, Akron, I'm friends with the uh, two individuals that subdued you last night. Well, friends is big. Associates. <laughs> Cold. He nods curtly and goes back to the staring at the wall. I was wondering what you have to do with the cult of Mira. I'm gonna watch him. He kind of like scrunches his eyebrows together and looks a bit confused, but he doesn't answer you. Oh, you didn't know that you were hired by a cult. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't say anything. He doesn't offer you any information. Hmm, alright. What were they willing to pay you? Um, you can try to roll me, like, a persuasion or intimidate if you're trying right, to I'll do. force him to speak. I'm just trying to talk chat. <laughs> just casual chat. So, persuasion, then. Oh, I'm really good at that. <laughs> that, with my plus one, is a two. Oh my goodness, so you rolled a one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Should have sent Paddler in. Just saying. <laughs> he doesn't reply. He just continues to stare at the wall. If by chance um, you do get executed, can I have your corpse? <laughs> <laughs> he just sort of glares at He looks at you slowly and just piercing daggers at you, <laughs> but does not say anything. Wow. I it doesn't hurt Doesn't that. hurt Yeah, I mean... We'll mark that down as a maybe. <laughs> well, great conversation. <laughs> Anything else I don't want to learn from you? Does it hurt to be such a shitty bard? <laughs> yeah, he stops looking at you again. <laughs> and the guard is starting to get uncomfortable at this point. Do you have any actual information that you need? I mean, yeah, lots, but he's not talking, obviously. I don't suppose we could kill him and I could talk to his head. Mm, that will be left to the king. Okay. Is there a way to request... Uh, <laughs> I mean, what do you do with the bodies after you kill them, exactly? <laughs> <laughs> the guard looks at, down at you in surprise. I, 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 that's not my jurisdiction. I think there's a grave behind the church for criminals. Oh, well, excellent. Hey, you go shopping. <laughs> well, be careful with him. He's obviously, you know, an assassin. Thanks so for the advice. He might have other tricks up his arm, sleeve. Does he have sleeves? I don't... He might have parts that change. Just be careful. 
Well, until he gets beyond those bars, it's not really my problem. That'll be left to higher pay grades than me. Anything you'd like to say before I leave? Yeah, he spits at your feet. (laughs) Oh, interesting. You have phlegm. (laughs) He summons it with spite. (laughs) Pull out a little book and start making notes as I walk away. (laughs) I'm going to go back in and be like, he's a fortress. He won't talk. It's, I tried everything. He's impenetrable. Yeah. I, these are all very big words. What'd you do? We on yourself? <laughs> no. Because it certainly seemed like you were pissing about in there. Who taught you to interrogate a prisoner? I am not an interrogator. You don't have self-satisfied smug look on your face. Paddler assumes you failed. I might get his body later. He didn't say no. Silver lining. Right, so we don't know anything else. What's going to happen to him now? I turn to the garden. What's what's the plan for him? Well, there'll be a trial. I don't know how long that's going to take. Um, <laughs> I'll take this information up to Lord Philip, and, you know, the head of the guard, and talk it over, and we'll see what happens. I'm not really sure at this point. Obviously, this is a very grievous crime, but Lord Philip is not known for his executions since after the war. Don't get your hopes up. Tell Paddler about it. <laughs> That's why he needed a new profession. One thing I did learn was, uh, I don't think he knew who uh, hired him. Oh, mm. what makes you say that? He seemed uh, a little confused when I asked about the cult of Mira. Mm. Maybe uh, we better do our own digging then. Yes. Is there anything noteworthy about the paper or the ink? It is blue ink. That's something you don't see too often. Okay. That could indicate that they have some more money than usual bandits. All right. Right, well, uh, I guess we've learned all there is to learn here. He's just Blade. We need to find the hand. Excellent. Well said. Thank you. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let's do it, I guess. Well, I guess we're in detectives now. We need badges. We need a talking dog. A talking dog? What? We definitely don't need a talking dog. I don't think we do, actually. Thank you very much. (laughs) We already have a talking cat. All good detective agencies have talking dog. Name one. You know, the one with the talking dog. Why doesn't Dust be the dog? No, thank you. Yeah. We'll have a talking cat instead. We'll be even better, right? Right? Yes. I like that plan. Amar turns to you guys. So, shall we go up to the keep? I think I might have a word or two say to Lord Philip about this criminal. Yeah, we actually have some business with him before we leave, too. I'm gonna take a copy of the symbol down on my own book before we leave. Okay. I'm assuming Dust is holding on to the letter. Yeah, I'll tuck it into my jacket. Yep, you guys head up to the keep. It seems like a pretty quiet day. And you all enter the keep, and Amar heads right down the middle of the throne room, straight to the secretary. He addresses her and says, I I think we need to have a meeting, if I could speak to Lord Philip. She's nodding, gets the feeling right away that she knows the seriousness of the situation, and heads on to the back, and she says, he was to be out soon anyway for any sort of meetings at noon, so uh, I'll just get him to come early. And she runs off. Okay. Thank you, Rosie. And after a few moments, Philip strides into the room as well from a back door and comes to settle in his simple chair. Amar takes a knee and says, Sorry to bother you so early. I know it's not your usual visiting hours, but as you may have heard that there was an assassin in your hall last night, and though you are not the target, I believe that this is something that should be brought to your attention. Lord Philip is nodding. He says, tell me all about it. Uh, you folks were involved again somehow. He looks at you all. We're just here to, to fix all your problems, sir. Just like you said. <laughs> problems I don't even know about. Yep. Again. <laughs> Can't be in every place at once, sir. We're your ears on the ground, as it were. <laughs> Do you think that this is a matter that I should continue being worried about? I don't know. You could hire us to investigate it. <laughs> His his once serious face cracks into a smile. uh, You're getting badges. (laughs) Very shrewd of you, Drusilla. (laughs) Just as I remember. Yes. I'll have my secretary ask you about it. I mean, what what sort of investigation? Just the man himself? What exactly? No, I don't think he'll talk. I did try to squeeze some stuff out of him before the guards came. Not literally. I I was just verbally (laughs) threatening him while holding him down. 
He was carrying a letter on him that had the symbol of a cult. Dust will take it out of his jacket and hand it to Philip. Yeah, he's looking at it over. Hmm. Something you recognize, sir? Uh, not quite. I- I'm not sure. The-, the moon seems familiar. I believe it's the cult of Mira. Is this a cult you know of? Uh, I've just seen it referenced in some of the tomes that I've perused in my time at the Academy. This is an ancient thing. Well, I mean, yes, most deities and such are. The moon is very old. (laughs) Not wrong. (laughs) Mira, she's a fine goddess, very benevolent. I I can't imagine follows of her being so insidious. I assume there is a dark side of the moon. (laughs) (laughs) He says, well, well, that's definitely something to look into. Thank you, Akron. Of course. Might there be anyone in your halls or in the city somewhere where we could um, uh, find out where this ink is from or maybe do a little research into this symbol? You could ask the folks at the church. They always have information and they might know things about Mira, but any sort of cults or malicious worshippers, I'm afraid I don't know much about. That sounds like a good place to start to me, sir. Thank you. And if you do hear anything, um, be sure to let us know. Of course. You folks have always been a help. If you come to our hall, I'll discuss this matter with you. We might have better luck finding the origins of the cult closer to Amar's home. That's very true, Akron. Amar looks at you and says, Well, Meryl, it's a fine town. I don't think that there's any cults. Mm. Oh, there's there's cults everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So. They, they don't exactly make themselves known. Might be better off finding out where blue ink comes from. In fact, I'd be surprised if the local royalty here wasn't part of some cult or another. All right. Did Maybe you just say stop. that in front of the king? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he just kind of sighs and he says, this is a lot of accusations, but I understand that you must be on edge. What? Oh. Yeah, no, that's yes, definitely... Of course. He, he's like a ball of nervous energy all the time. You have no idea. He's giving you an out. <laughs> Acheron's like, oh, yes, of course. And he gives King Philip, he gives him the look that's like, oh, yeah, of course, we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Wink. As you guys near noon, you hear some people gathering in the hall behind you. Philip usually has his questions and his meetings with the folk of the city. Dust and Drusilla, you recognize one of the guards that you had seen last night, the one that ran off to get the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And she's coming down the hall. She has less armor on. She's just carrying her shield and her face is puffed and mm-hmm. red and her hair is messy. And she approaches the king. She gets down on both knees and she says, you're needed at the church. They share a meaningful look and he stands up. And says, excuse me, I have to go. I'm so sorry for your loss. This one was very, very brave last night. I believe that deserves some recognition. They helped us capture the uh, assassin. He nods and he says, well then, it will not be the end. He addresses the room. There will be a ceremony at the church. You are all welcome to attend. Further questions will be there. Of course, thank you. And he leaves the hall with her. Amar kind of looks after them and he says, we might want to see this. Yeah, we could find out what kind of cult they're in. Is it secret cult stuff? No. We should have made sure that Lord Philip is safe on his journey to the church. Oh yeah, that too. We're supposed to be asking them questions anyway, right? Yeah, might as well. Paddler's only seen poor people cult stuff. Never seen rich people cult stuff. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, we probably still won't. They usually do it behind like closed doors. Should pay respects though. Definitely. They gave their life to assist in the capture. Philip descends from the throne and walks down the room out of the keep. This will be the first time you guys seen him outside of the keep. Yeah. As he leaves the hall, he dons a big cape that covers his shoulders and his finer wear and goes through the city. He's walking and there's a small procession behind him. The lady guard follows him and is speaking quietly into his ear, telling him what happened. You come up to the church. It's a lot less adorned than the one that you had seen in Baraska's mm-hmm. Hall. It's a lot simpler. It's a tall stone building. Instead of a big crystal, it has glasswork that has the image of the crystal. They walk inside, and the girl walks up to a simple pedestal that has the body of the person who fell last night. And Akron, you can see that there is a sort of magical shield over them, and they mm. have a copper piece over each eye. Mm. It's silent, and as Philip enters the room, 
and they all part ways for him to approach the body. The priests and the clergy who were attending to the body look to him and they kind of shake their heads and look over at the other guard. She won't look at them. Philip nods and walks up to the body and takes off one of the rings on his hand and places it on the chest of the dead body and leans down and says a few words and with a golden glow. He gasps and comes back to life. What? Oh, shit. Oh. There's hushed whispers over the crowd and everyone looking at each other. Uh, a few what? smiles. We did find religion. <laughs> <laughs> Where? And the lady runs up and embraces the man on the slab. And they put their heads together. And Philip lays his hand on their shoulder and says, You've earned a second chance. What? Oh, oh my goodness. Slow clap. I love a good love story. <laughs> Paddler's gonna start going back to church again. You should, Paddler. <laughs> Akron, you recognize and would remember that Philip is a paladin of some renown. Mm. We have not seen magic like this, so. Wow. Who's the temple to here? This church is of the Lucent Faith, which you know is many gods. Okay. Is Mira part of the Lucent Faith? Yes, all okay. gods that are worshipped are part of the Lucent Hole. Oh, so you can just be anybody and be mm-hmm. in here. Pretty much. Are they all benevolent deities, or are they? is it a mix of all? It's a mix. Okay. Can I see a symbol on the ring, or anybody else that maybe would tell me which god or goddess they follow specifically? They, as in every individual in here? King Philip. You can make a arcana check. He has some symbols on his armor. And the rain was a simple gold rain that had some teeny tiny little diamonds on it that are now gone. 16 for religion or arcana. So you know that King Philip is of the faith of Baivam, which would be Mm. the god of light and warmth and life. 